Hello, welcome Hello. to episode 207 With our new intro, thank you Boom. How do you like our new intro? Very proud of Boom with everything that he had to do with everything going on with C&D mm. this week He even squeezed in making us a new intro Tell us how you like it in the comments, like, share, subscribe Welcome to Live and Unpredictable, the hotbox show Coming to you from the Jazz Farm in Johannesburg, South Africa Around the table tonight, we've got a girls-only team. Isn't that lovely? We've got Amy, who's also had a busy week. Hello. Joe, who's been producing the show, putting everything together for us. Um, it's been a real, real scramble. It's been a humdinger, mm -hmm. hey? It's been a, a humdinger. To use an old yeah. style yeah, word. For sure. But we're very glad that you can join us tonight as we give you an update on everything that's been going on on the international front. Uh, yeah, in South Africa, we've been very much connected to the rest of the world this week as far as cannabis and cannabis policy is concerned. So we're going to be sharing that with, with you today. Dan is still down in the Eastern Cape. He should be coming back soon and joining us for the Cape Town Expo. So hello, Dan, if you're watching. Dale's brother is coming back from his trimming job in, um, up in Northern California. Remember, we had um, uh, Dale's brother on the show a couple of months back telling us what it was like to actually go and trim in, in uh, California. And I know that he has some really hair-raising stories to tell. So I think we'll yeah. get him on the show. We'll get him back on the show. He really on likes adventure. to talk. So Dale had to go to the airport tonight to go and fetch his brother. So maybe they're home already and they're watching the show. So oh, hello, last Dale. Day they were still waiting for him to come through customs, customs and all the things. That's okay. Okay. They're in yeah, for a long night. <laughs> we also have some uh, friends visiting from America who have been sailing around the world for the last eight years. So we've been hearing some great stories of, of their adventures and various um, uh, things that, I got, that they got up to. They are also avid um, weed enthusiasts like us, um, mm. and they're all around my age, so they really have uh, quite some interesting stories to tell. But everything around the show tonight is going to be centered around uh, the Commission on Narcotic Drugs that started this Monday. Um, because we believe that it's really, really important news for everybody. We had on one of our groups this morning, somebody commented um, and put a post up about uh, some sort of uh, developments with American laws and, um, and something, there was some big no news that came out of America. I can't remember what it was. And he said, well, wouldn't it be nice if we were making some progress in South Africa? Mm. But um, I think we are. We really, like we said last week, um, after that last uh, government meeting on that Tuesday before last, uh, I think that we are really getting somewhere. And my conversation on the phone with the South African delegation in Vienna was also incredibly constructive. So let's just put it out there that we are getting somewhere and that Fields of Green for All is the only NGO, cannabis-centered NGO, that is doing this work on an international level. Yeah. And you know, you have to poke the beast everywhere. You've got to eat this elephant one bite at a time. We take a step forward and then there's a half step back. Yeah. And then there's two steps forward and then there's another one and a half back. So our question to you on the, on the poll tonight, and remember you can vote for us on Facebook, um, while you're at Facebook, go, uh, go in there and see our, our live transmission 
uh, from Wednesday and just bookmark it to watch it. Maybe open it up in a new tab. Mm -hmm. And after the show, you can actually watch our, our 50 minute presentation yeah. that we did on Wednesday. But our poll to you on Facebook is, have you watched our C&D 65 United Nations side event yet? Yes, I watched it live. I think we had close on 100 people watching it live. It was quite difficult because it was 8 o'clock in the morning Vienna time, so 9 o'clock here, but um, 3 o'clock in the morning for our co-hosts who are on the um, eastern seaboard of America in Virginia. So the the online side time thing is, is quite difficult, so I think that we did quite well to get 100 I people. I think by the end of the day we were reaching 500, just on the one Facebook. Oh yes, on the Facebook there, I think a lot of people have watched it. Mm. So, have you watched it live? Yes, we were all Definitely. here. And, yeah. It's definitely well worth the watch as well, so please. So, that's number one. Number two, it's on my list to watch as soon as I can. Number three, no, I'm not interested in the inner, inner workings of policy making. And that's, that's fine because fine. we're here to do that for you so that yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> Everybody sticks to their strengths, right? So, um, yeah, I think that it's really, it's really interesting how everything's played out and there have been some really funny moments. There've been, there's been moments of high drama. But we'll tell you all about it as we go along. But I think, first of all, to take the dryness out of the drug policy, mm. what, we, what mm. are we looking what at What are we on reeking tonight, camp? Amy? We have some, been gifted some Poo-Tang pre-rolls. So I have a Poo-Tang pre-roll here, and I'm going yeah. to spark it up right and now. And some beautiful Jack Hera. Ooh, that does look lovely. The outdoor. Jungle. Oh. Not Jack Hera. Jungle, oh, hog. jungle, jungle hog. hog. I said J H. I assume J H. Uh -huh. Jungle <laughs> hog. So we got it. We do our usual focus, focus thing closer. I think. Yeah. Jungle hog. So, boom. Tell us about jungle hog. It's a. Um, nice and solid. But it's, it's basically jungle boys that we put onto a altberry from someone else, and uh, that's just one mm. of the feeders. Okay, yeah. and was it grown in the same garden as this putang? Yes. Okay, so it comes from the very same soil. And I think that these little putang uh, pre-rolls are quite nice. Uh, I love how bevitas. it comes with a little bevita, yes. Yeah. So you're going to be keeping your flavor profiles um, intact. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, oh, smells pretty good. Does it smell good? Mm -hmm. And I must say, it's not... Um, it's not, you know, sometimes you get pre-rolls and they've been lying around for ages and they kind of dry in a bit and give you the drifties. Mm. <laughs> now tell us in the comments, do you like buying pre-rolls or do you like prefer rolling your own so that it's like a freshly rolled thing, you know? <clears throat> um, I don't mind a pre-roll if I know the Dacher farmer. Yeah, that's uh, important for me yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Because some of the pre-rolls that uh, we've seen that are being sold around South Africa, you open them up and they're just sticks and pips and things and they go yeah. popping all over those the are place. Those, those CBD cigarette things as yeah. well. Mm. And we opened one of those. It was like, <laughs> would have been a little firework if you lit it. Oh, wasn't that South Africa's first legal weed? Yeah, supposedly. Don't yes. worry, it's going to get all the old people smoking, guys. Don't yeah. Worry. I think they were just it's trying to share seed. Like, yeah. Well, I must thing. admit to being quite lazy 
And um, the producer of these pre-rolls has given us uh, quite a few samples along the way. And I'm really chuffed if I sink down into the couch in the evening. Hey. Yeah. And you've got a pre-roll there already. Score. I, know. I like a nice fresh one. You like a fresh yeah, one. Yeah, I enjoy rolling out all those. I enjoy the yeah. process. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm in, in a hurry, I'll normally go for a bong. <coughs> now that all of my children are above the age of 18 and quite legal um, I've trained them how to roll and so I just go yeah please I do say please because we do learn manners in our house <laughs> but it is nice to to keep them keep them on their toes and rolling for us I must mm. say it, I, I do kind of pull rank sometimes because <laughs> I'm quite generally the oldest around here and then sometimes I like to the youngsters I'm like oh can you roll me a one you know so I'm a bit lazy to roll and I'm, I'm quite enjoying what's it what's it like I'm very nice Nice. It's, it's good, good a lovely flavour, yeah. yeah. And then maybe, Emmy, you can uh, mm -hmm. roll us some of that jungle hog sure. for um, after we've given we'll you a bit of, a, of an update on what's going on in the fields of green for all front. Um, yeah. It's, it's certainly all started on Monday. Mm -hmm. And, oh, yay, we've got an audience. Yay, yay, yay. Come in. Come, Come in. in. <laughs> we assured our There's audience. Some seats over there. We assured our audience that we um, <laughs> that we wouldn't put them on camera. There they were briefly That's on okay. camera. It was just the back of your It was fine. And you got the audience you see. It certainly does make for a nice atmosphere in the in the studio if we've got a, a, an audience. People to share the smoke with and yeah, share the conversation yeah, exactly. with. Yeah. And people are quite used to seeing our yeah. Our dogs popping in and out. Generally, they, they were around in the studio, all part of the all part of the family. So, so where do we start with this? On Monday morning at nine o'clock, we had our first session at the Commission on Narcotic Drugs, uh, beamed out of Vienna, but mostly um, beamed all around the world. Uh, I heard somebody say today that there were fifty-six side events. Uh, over this week. Uh, we haven't finished yet. Uh, the, the deliberations uh, go on until about half past ten every night. Uh, tomorrow's the last day. I think that they probably finish uh, in the afternoon. They won't go into the night tomorrow. So it really is an incredibly um, intense week. As you know, Jules and I uh, used to go for four years in a row. We went to Vienna and it was we, we certainly learned a hell of a lot uh, along the way and it's really nice now for um, for us to meet in a zoom room with all of our <laughs> activist friends so there's about 30 people on the list it's amazing yeah mm -hmm. and they all uh, come come in and out the zoom room somebody oh it's three in the morning and they're going to go and sleep for a bit or whatever but that zoom room run, runs 24 hours a day and then what we do is we have all of us on you know on the zoom screen and then on the left, they will share their screen uh, to show whatever's going on uh, at CND in the building. And then we can have our commentary um, and we can sort of butt in and all kind of watch it together. 
So I think it's really nice the way that that has worked out. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And now in the Fields of Green office, so since Monday, everybody's had to listen to this droning on, and we haven't had any music going in the office. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. music in my head all the time. I've got this Ellie yeah. McBeal vibe going on in here all the time. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's been Joe, you're showing your age. Do people even know who Ali McBeal is? I wish Netflix, please put Ali McBeal on. I want to watch it again. Seinfeld's <laughs> on us. I hope it'll be there soon. Oh, okay. Irritated me. Yes, I'm showing my age. I'm proudly in my forties, happily in my forties. Quite frankly. <laughs> well, I must say that one of the things that was brought up in uh, in C and D last year that was actually uh, uh, an issue that was rectified this year was the um, inclusion of the youth. Because mm. when you look around that room, uh, which is a very sparse room now with COVID, it's kind of all old white men. Remember how Jules mm -hmm. always used to say, a drug policy, the world is run by old white men, you know? 100%. Um, so actually tomorrow there's a, there's a, uh, a big youth committee meeting and uh, there's going to be a lot of youth jo joining in from around the world. So I think that that was a very positive thing that happened this That's week. That's fantastic yeah. because I read with absolute <laughs> horrification, and it's not a story we're covering tonight, but with absolute horror about a second, what was second year young female in London who was strip searched oh, yes. with no teachers present. Oh, she, yeah. Including that it was that time of the ladies, you know, yeah. and that they made her remove, remove all of her sanitary sure products so that they could go... Shocking. So, yes, I'm glad that the youth are, in, yeah. are, are coming yeah. in to stand up for themselves. There's, there's a very powerful lobby called the Students for Sensible Drug <coughs> Policy, and they are generally all under the age of, of 35, and uh, they've got branches all over the world, and they are spearheading this, um, this whole uh, committee tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So hopefully next year there will be much more youth representation and much more representation mm -hmm. across the board. Mm -hmm. So on Monday morning we started with the South African government mm -hmm. and they had at 9 o'clock, it started 8 a.m. Vienna time, they had uh, their side event. Um, it was uh, the uh, moderated by the South African Permanent Mission in Vienna and then they had this a speaker from from Sapra, and now you're going to have to remind me. And a speaker, speaker from, from Sapra, and then that that company. Oh yes, the and civil so society, right? yes, they had on their on the flyer, and I think boom, we've got the um, we've got the flyer there, yep. haven't we? I popped it on the group. On the flyer, it said that they were going to have a civil society representative. On there, so mm -hmm. you know, I'd spoken to um, spoken to the office uh, uh, about ten days ago, and I was wondering mm, who's going to be the civil society representative, and it was Cannabis Research International. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And that's Afriplex, who are a big, you know, cannabis company, a multi-million rand cannabis company based, I think, uh, down in the Western Cape. So that certainly wasn't civil society, but anyway, you know what we'll do. That was colonial cannabis, wasn't it? Yeah. So um, I don't think that the South African permanent mission really know what civil society is, but we will suck it up because we have made uh, we have on very good relations, and um, and civil society was very very prominent um, this year at C and D. Uh, they certainly showed loads of of people's videos and whatnot. So the South African side event was what do you think? Much of them, I felt like it was a little bit more of a marketing 
more, more, like a marketing, more marketing or a pitch than anything else. Yeah. And they seemed yeah. very positive, which was a little bit maybe, I don't Good. know, expect, yeah, it was fantastic to hear, but it's yeah, sort of different to what we're we, used to the prohibition yeah. sort of. Yeah. Rah, rah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a great so thing. So I think what's happened is uh, South Africa, as you know, word travels widely, and I think that. Uh, the ambassador has been paying attention and obviously with the bill before parliament and the master plan and all of that, the news is getting around and the South African government felt the need to explain to the international com community how South Africa is complying with the international treaties. Because you must have heard them say before, you know, South Africa has to comply with the international treaties. So uh, that's actually what they mm. did. And then the, the, um, the SARPA representative, uh, sorry, her name escapes me right now, uh, she droned on and on and on and read all of her slides. Yeah, and I think we'll send... <laughs> and I think what, what we'll do is we'll send her to our public speaking yes, coach. <laughs> our public speaking coach, Ilana, from The Voice Clinic is... Um, is really, really amazing. So we're going to send her business card to the lady from SAPRA. Yep. Yes. It was, it, it was exceedingly boring, um, uh, 50 minutes, and it wasn't anything that we don't know in South Africa, but I think it was overall, it was positive mm. that South Africa felt the need to hold the event to tell the world what's going on. There was nothing that they put in there that wasn't true, you know? Mm. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was all true and it was all on point and it was all according to the rules and regulations and everything, but um, it wasn't very exciting. Yeah, it was quite boring. It was quite Reading boring. off of a, a, yeah. a PowerPoint presentation always is a bit boring though. But yeah. they didn't even, you know, maybe but we I should send Boom as well because their presentation was literally just text. It was it no was presentation. Just, yeah, it yeah. was just text. It was just a Zoom text. meeting, so yeah. it's tough to call it an event. Yeah. I think having it by Zoom has made it a lot more accessible to, to everyone as mm, well this year, which is lovely. Mm. Mm. Well, we sent the, the um, invitation out far and wide, and it didn't, doesn't matter if you didn't um, watch the event uh, live. Uh, you can go and watch it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't, I haven't checked, but I think 600-odd on Facebook. And on Facebook, you then I think we must pin it to the top of the Facebook page. Yeah, we yeah. must change the But minds. if you go to the Fields of Green for All's YouTube channel, you'll see there that we've only got 768 followers. So it would be really nice if you could also like and share and subscribe oh, really? and all of that there. It really does help us. Because you can remember that the Dacher Couple YouTube channel, we had to close it down because it was getting too many strikes. So it's still there. It's got all the Dachau couple stuff is on there and the, the archive of the Hotbox show. But with the Fields of Green um, uh, channel, we need to really start boosting those numbers. I think that it will, it will help. So there's going to be a few. There's obviously the side event is there and we're going to be posting all of the other relevant videos <coughs> uh, during the next few days on the YouTube channel. So if you want to have a weekend full of some drug policy. Um, well, this is how I found yeah. you guys. I sat one day, bored out of my bracket, I didn't have anything to do, and I found the Dacher Couple channel, and I watched every single thing that you and Jules had produced. And then I typed up a long letter saying, I can't believe people are sending you hate mail, so let me send you some love mail. Yeah. Long, you know me, all right, yeah. all right. Uh, my voice notes are podcasts, and my, my yeah. quick notes are <laughs> books. <laughs> 
So then on Tuesday morning, bright and early, uh, thank you, Captain Stream, for coming through. Nelio was here early in the morning with Boom. We got everything set up because our side event, uh, is all the technicalities, was our problem. Uh, and we beamed it out on Facebook and YouTube, and I think it went very smoothly. I don't think we've got time now to go through everything, but uh, just to whet your appetite, um, we had Professor David Nutt uh, speaking of how the whole scheduling um, system and the United Nations is just wrong and it's not scientific. And then we had um, a Greek Zweni, who is the traditional doctor from Ponderland, who you will know is in has been shared a platform with us many times. Uh, he sent us such a heartfelt video, and Joe, the night before the event, sat and transcribed it, and Boom put all the subtitles in late on Monday night, so that yeah. everybody internationally could understand what, what Greek was saying. And Greek had only sent us his video the, the afternoon before because he hadn't had any signal for two days. So it was a bit down to the wire. And then we had an interesting thing um, on, uh, we had Mac Haddow from the American Kratom Association. Yeah. Now, I don't think many people in South Africa know mm. much about Kratom, but it, uh, it is a medicinal plant originally from Thailand, and it is used a lot in America to get people off of opioids. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's an analgesic of sorts. Uh, so maybe you want to go and look up in Wikipedia and uh, Arrowwood, about the Kratom plant, and maybe you want to watch our side event. I found it very interesting yeah. uh, what he had to say about Kratom mm -hmm. um, and how they, they narrowly missed having Kratom put into the schedules and mm -hmm. made one of the uh, forbidden plants. And then we had a very interesting um, a presentation about coca. Yeah. Yes. What did, what did you learn from that, Ames? Oh gosh, all sorts. But it was really, really beautiful and fascinating and I loved how they put in all the, the actual images and that, that you could see on and the processing yeah. and yeah. So can't remember anything off the top of my head. No yeah. thoughts. But no, like for me it was more the visual. Yes. It was really incredible. It's things yeah. like I haven't personally gone and researched or looked at myself. Yeah. So no, Brenda, I, I thought well. Brenda was absolutely brilliant, mm -hmm. and they put together such a beautiful montage video mm -hmm. of pictures of coca leaves and yeah. um, and people using coca traditionally and landscapes of where where coca is produced, and such a heartfelt video uh, that she sent out of Humboldt County. Um, she works mainly with the immigrant population. She is from Mexico herself. And um, she works uh, on both marijuana, as they call it. You know, we don't use that word. It's not our word. But um, Brenda has worked on marijuana and coca policy. And uh, she is the host of two multilingual radio stations out there in Humboldt County. Because as we know, radio is a really good um, a really good medium that greets well. lots of mm. people. Yeah. yeah. So that was Brenda, and that was our, our our speakers for our side event. So please do go and watch it. And then um, on Wednesday, uh, as we told you in the show last week, we sent in a short three-minute video into the main plenary session uh, at the the Commission on Narcotic Drugs. Um, uh, Boom, have you got the video? Yeah. So we thought we would just play it for you, um, and this was played to all all of the member states and obviously people, everybody who was online. 
and the dogs are having a little roll under the table. <laughs> you can see the owl picture. Oh, there's a picture on the shelf <laughs> oh, that he's scared of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear boy. South Africa and the complexities of cannabis law reform in countries with long-standing traditions of use, cultivation and trade in this plant. After centuries of cannabis being used across Africa, South Africa had the dubious distinction of becoming the first country to prohibit cannabis. The British settlers of the 19th century disliked their Indian slaves using their cannabis sacrament. In an 1885 report, colonial observers found it renders the Indian immigrant unfit and unable to perform that work for which he was specially brought to this colony. We have often referred to our ensuing 1992 Drugs Act, still firmly in place, as the last apartheid law. At Fields of Green for All, we see both this act and our proposed Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill as a cut-and-placed progression encompassing 150 years of laws and punishments with roots in colonial racism and moral judgment, not scientific evidence. The South African Constitutional Court handed down judgment in 2018, granting citizens the right to cultivate cannabis in private spaces for personal use. This judgment is unique among developing countries, but has done nothing for our traditional farmers in rural areas who are the backbone of our illicit cannabis economy. Outside of the confines of the medicinal cannabis sector and the long-awaited regularization of the industrial hemp sector, we will have to fight for the right to continue to trade in cannabis as we have done for centuries. South African po policies on cannabis are framed by the International Drug Convention Control Conventions. The time for using the conventions against us is over. Many provisions of the Drug Control Conventions conflict with human rights obligations. Arrests, incarceration and victimization because of cannabis cultivation, use and trade under laws that are not based on evidence are cases in point. In 2007, the United Nations adopted the Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples, reinforced in 2018 by the Declaration on the Rights of Peasants and Other People Working in Rural Areas. South Africa is well-placed to be one of the pioneering traditional cannabis-producing countries in the world, and our government is beginning to listen to civil society, as we are the gatekeepers of the true evidence. All of the evidence must be taken into account, from the historical to the scientific. Because the South African context requires it, our cannabis regulations may end up being the most liberal and the most human rights-centered in the world. Other jurisdictions would do well to follow suit. Thank you. So there you have it. So that was our little presentation because we... Um, we like we we sort of made a theme of uh, traditional cannabis and um, and we we brought that up over and over again uh, to to make a point and I think that we made the point uh, quite clearly because then uh, today just this morning it seems like days ago <laughs> so this week has been a year we told you we told you last week that we had put in. Um, uh, some questions.
So we put in a question to the chair of the um, Commission on Narcotic Drugs. Okay, so this is the guy that oversees this whole conference. So we had the, the opportunity to put in questions to all the big wigs that were there, the WHO, the International Narcotics Control Board. So we sent in these three questions, and um, today they were playing the session where all of these questions were being answered. So I thought, well, I'll go into that room, and I was just sitting there with the camera off and it all muted, and wondering whether that, our question would come up. And then a funny thing happened. Um, I had my cup of coffee here, okay? <laughs> and um, it's, it's not a bad story, okay? So I had my cup of coffee here, and I'm listening to this going droning on here with the questions, and the next thing I hear, fields are green for all, and I see that Myrtle Clark is in the room. Myrtle, oh. would you like to pose your question? Oh my and God. I was totally not expecting to do it live. And <laughs> as this was happening, I spilt my coffee in my lap. Oh. So Amy was here with a dishcloth, mopping up the coffee on my lap. And I was going, oh yes, chair, um, I'm here. And I just opened the questions that I've got here uh, on my computer. So thank goodness I could just click to the tab and have the question in front of me. And read the question. Yes, I have my camera, so I've got a very <laughs> shaky video. Uh, <laughs> From start sudden. to end, yeah. just after the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, our question, and I always say our question because mm. this is really South Africa's, South African civil society's question to these international bigwigs. Um, Fields of Green for All uh, is speaking on behalf of every single one of you here in South Africa who has an interest um, in, in the cannabis plant in any way, whether you're a patient or whether you're a, a trader, cultivator, all of the above. Um, these questions are for you. So they're a bit in highfalutin language, but what I asked the, the, the chair for, of the CND how does the CND intend to reconcile the WHO's stated fact that cannabis does not belong in Schedule 1? And so it goes, I'm not going to read the whole question because it's very sort of formal. So basically the WHO said to CND that cannabis doesn't need, shouldn't be in Schedule 1, which is the lower schedules. Cannabis should not actually be in the schedules. So now it's still in the schedules, although it went from 4 to 1. Okay, so it went all the, it went down, which recognized can, cannabis as medicine. Mm. So on an international level, they can't do anything about traditional cannabis use for the last 700 years. So our point is that this is, it's, it's not morally right that you're still only allowing the medical and scientific use of, and the countries only report on the medical and scientific uses of cannabis. And this is a really very, very small wedge in the pie, isn't yes. it? Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we're hammering on this whole traditional use thing. And for, for the, the uh, rural people all over our country, not only in the Eastern Cape, all over our country, this is very, very important because there's all sorts of other United Nations agencies that deal with traditional affairs. And they brought out a whole big commission on the rights of the peasant. They even called it the peasant, you know. So this is why it's really important for us to keep on bringing up the traditional cannabis 
um, uh, cultivators and traders is because they're being left behind because it's still being called a drug here and then their rights are being looked after there and then they're not being looked mm. after there. They're being persecuted and mm. sprayed with glyphosate and everything. Um, you know, it's just not sorted out. It's a mess. So that's what we asked. How does the CND intend to move forward in implementing the necessary changes to the convention? So basically what we said to them, you've got to, the whole thing is wrong. You've got to go and change the whole big convention. So I read my question, and then the chair, who's a very affable, um, nice man, mm. I think I have sort of greeted him in a passage before, he started um, uh, after us, he said, he said, thank you very much, and also, good to see you again. Mm. You, were you were linked to us yesterday as well. So that was, we've made an impact, okay? Yeah, yeah. So yesterday our <laughs> well, video was shown to everybody, and today he says, nice to see you again. So they pat on the back to all of us. Yeah. You know, you've just got to keep shouting. <laughs> yeah. And basically he gave us, Joe, bless her, transcribed this whole thing. He gave us a whole big answer that was so heartfelt that said, I understand where you're coming from. I understand it. But if you look at these conventions and the years and years and years that it took to draft these conventions to get a consensus, because that convention is agreed to by 151 countries. Now, how on earth in anything in this world in 2022 are you going to get everybody to agree on something? No, and no. so a lot of this, they call it the Vienna Consensus, a lot of it ends up being hot air. It really does. Mm -hmm. And we've heard a lot of hot air because this thing's been droning on in the office. Yeah. But he says we have to continue to lobby on a country level because it is the countries that are going to make the difference. Yeah. What he is very, very worried about is he says that there's a, there are some very powerful lobbies that are lobbying for the legalization of all drugs, including very dangerous drugs. Mm -hmm. Now, we know those lobbies, you know. We know that because we, we believe that all drugs should be legalized and regulated and taken out of the hands of the criminal gangs. Mm. Um, you know, that is the, 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 the heartache of drug policy. Uh, and so he, he was looking a little bit conservative there, but he said two years ago in December 2020 and for about 18 months before that, they gave cannabis a lot of attention. And so now the CND has to deal with all drugs <laughs> and trafficking and narco no. this and wada, 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 all you drugs. see? Bulls. So it's all drugs and also Bulls. things like precursors to drugs, you yeah. know? Uh, and um, trafficking and wars and all of that sort of thing. <coughs> so I was very pleased mm. at, his, at his answer to us. It was really heartfelt. It was his personal opinion and not the opinion of, of the, of the CND chair yeah. that this, this issue needs to be dealt with. And uh, he basically just encouraged us to keep lobbying on a local, mm. uh, on a local level. So that was, that was today's thing. And then we had, our question was also answered by the INCB chair, but unfortunately there was a mix-up with the links and we missed it. Mm. So mm. I don't have to go into the whole thing. find a recording of it somewhere. somewhere though. Yes, they said it was also very positive, but not nearly as interesting as, as this morning's um, answer to the question. So 
that was basically what we've been doing all yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So, Oh, it's been, been a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joe and and Amy have been preparing for the Cape Town Expo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> prepping our, our talk. We we're going to be hopping on the stage and, and giving the talk. Isn't well, that Taking ever. some pressure off of Mertz, we can divide yeah. and conquer as mm-hmm. as we need to. We'll be great. We got this. And it's very exciting. And ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Joe and Amy from Fields of Green for All, and they're going to come and speak some sense into your heads. Yes. Uh. We might make you yell. Sure we good. might make you, you yell. <laughs> We're thinking audience participation yeah. is, is key for this. Sure, we nearly didn't get to the Cape Town Expo. <laughs> no, thank you, Kalula. <laughs> Bought yeah. tickets on Kalula. So Before we, they were yeah. grounded. We'd given ourselves until Friday, and then we were going to say, okay, what are we going to do? This is 8,000 rands worth of tickets for the crew to go down and represent. Sure. Non-profit company, remember. Yeah. Yeah. Donated company. T- um, <laughs> money tickets, for the tickets. Exactly. You know? yeah. Yeah. So then early this morning, Amy sent on the group. No, it was Joe. Yeah. Was it Joe? Joe was, actually, it's, I it was very early for you. It was very it was early for me. <laughs> That's why you thought you it was Amy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a so few, we are coming to Cape Town. We are coming to Cape Town. Next week already. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah, we're really, really looking forward to seeing um, our Cape Town friends. Uh, I know that Jules Harris and Mama Sativa are going to come and help us on the <coughs> stall. Mm-hmm. We are also going to... Maybe Etienne um, as well. Uh, Etienne, our favourite uh, academic from Somerset West, is going to be coming and lending a, a learned ear there. Um, and just all of our Cape Town friends, we're looking forward to Great. seeing you. I believe that there's going to be a... Uh, a social club type vibe. I hope it's not going to be too expensive. I think it was quite yeah, expensive was quite in expensive. Joburg, you know, yeah. I think maybe 200 bucks. Or I think it was 100 rand 100 every, day, like, every day. Every day. You know, so I think, mm, uh, anyway, there's going to be a club's kind of vibe where we can all go and, you know, we have to be very stoned at these expos. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we have to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's our secret weapon to keep, to keep going. Mm. Um, I'm only going to be there on the Saturday, so um, uh, I'll see you then. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. Yeah. Should we have a look at our CBD news? We we actually even have some news, some extra news mm. for the some extra news. Yeah, it's all week. related. It is. It is. happening in the news yeah. so i'm going to be doing the first one and it's actually from written by our dear friend kenzie from fart and um, i'm going to be reading most of it because i think it's important that we hear exactly what he has to say it's not the in-depth parts because i don't think i, I would even understand most of it yeah. <laughs> but um yeah let's get into it it's, it's titled the high compliance alex lata legislation for the non-medical cannabis industry.
Um, and I, even today in the plenary, the CND chair brought up the, the, the thing of South Africa. He says, you know, South Africa is the only, um, only uh, a country in Africa that is really advancing cannabis policy. He even said that, hmm. um, uh, despite the fact that Lesotho was the first people to export and whoever and whoever. But I think South Africa is drawing quite a bit of attention with this cannabis policy thing. Mm. So it's good. Hopefully we get it right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Amy. That's mm. yeah. We'll we'll uh, feature that in a blog, and um, and you you can download it if you'd like to if you'd like to read it, and I'm sure we'll have Kenzie and Michael on the shows uh, in the coming weeks when it's everything settled down and yeah. mm. they can explain explain it in layman's terms. Yeah. Now the second bit of news that we're going to talk about tonight is more localized laws. We're going to be going back to the conversation that was had on the 8th of March, the Justice and Correctional um, Services Portfolio Committee meeting on the mm -hmm. Zoom one. The terrible news mm -hmm. one minute and really good news the next minute. Yeah. One. So as we filter through all the information, there's two new pieces of information that have come out that are going to, to add a new level of, of interest, I think, to this bill. The first is, is that the DTI, the Department of Trade and Industry, has kind of it, it instructed, um, what's his name, <coughs> Senior State Advocate Saul Robertson, to bring commercialization into the Cannabis for Private Bill purposes. Mm. Uh, for Private Purposes Bill, sorry. Um, so he's, he's not that happy about it. Um, he says he's been strong on by the DTI. Um, because the clause is in contravention of international legal obligations. You see, it's not in contravention, and there comes Kenzie's uh, whole big ac academic paper mm. showing the whole world how cannabis legalization is not, mm. not in contravention. Yeah. So ACDP MP uh, Steve Swartz said that this is a dramatic change to the bill. This, cla this clause at this stage um, changes the whole framework of the bill completely, from purely regulatory to commercial model. At this late stage, I, I appreciate this coming from DTI, but it indicates that the only broad-based black empowerment or Rastafarians will be able to legalize themselves. Uh, only those segments of the society will be able to apply for licenses, and that is very exclusionary. So it sounds like they're trying to push it for, for BEEE, -E, um, or BBE, or whichever one. And the thing is that that is not how to how to send the business the way of the people who need mm. it most. And mm. that's the people in the rural areas and the people in the townships. Mm. You know, that's, these are the people that we need to uplift. And these changes are going to require cons more consultation with various industries and organizations, and they're going to have to make presentations, and it's going to have to go back for public uh, uh, comment after yeah. that again. So this is extending how long it's going to take, but it's it's all right because it steps, I suppose, in a better direction. The next thing um, was the percentage of THC. We, I remember oh, we spoke yes. about this a few weeks yeah. ago. We're in the belt where we've got the UV, ABCs, mm. whatever's that pushes the, the THC level up because THC is like a sunscreen on the plant. So they are going to be raising that to 1% instead of 0.2% because they acknowledge okay. that um, Roberts has admitted that the THC percentage limits were arbitrary and not evidence-based. 
He said but that not even that 1%. The 1%. Exactly. Yeah. He said that cannabis could have THC of up to 18% and that he thought 2% level wouldn't create any psychoactive effects. Mm. Now You've got to smoke a hell of a lot of 2% THC weed. <laughs> Can you imagine one of those enormous spliffs that they do at, at festivals? <laughs> and you need to smoke the whole thing to get yeah. a little bit goofed. <laughs> now, um... What I'm loving about this mm -hmm. is they're saying here, yeah, the lack of evidence-based decision-making clearly made MPs Steve Swart and Van Horn uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Swart said that if the bill was challenged in court, there this would have important. to be evidence exactly. backing ding, up ding, this ding. tipping point as to what levels of THC were yeah. acceptable in hemp. Yeah. Committee Chairman Bulalani Gratitude Mahonashe agreed. He's... Um, he told Robertson that he sympathized with the difficulty of trying to come up with a reasonable, de reasonable definition of what this tipping point might be, but said, if we were asked for the scientific basis for this in court, yeah. what are we going to say? So there's a lot of them recognizing <laughs> that, that if we are not happy at Fields of Green for All with what they come up yeah. with, it's going to court because yeah. the evidence yeah. needs to be heard. The science yeah. needs to be heard in court. Laws be, need to be evidence-based. Exactly. And human rights-based, excuse me. So and that's what our side event uh, actually was mm -hmm. about. It yeah. was called Cause and Effect, Making the Case for Evidence-Based Drug Policy. And we just went evidence, evidence, mm -hmm. evidence again, because there is no evidence anywhere in the world, yeah. from the plains of Kazakhstan and Afghanistan mm -hmm. and wherever the, the you know, hemp is, is indigenous to, all the way down to Australia at the bottom, you know. it's uh, There's no evidence of the harms of growing hemp to make socks. I mean, really, we're not, we don't want to smoke that hemp. No. We, you know, give us some credit. <laughs> we really don't want to. We'd rather go and smoke some millie leaves. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, who well, do they think we are that we're going to go smoke that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, all the children are going to run out into the hemp oh, fields sure. and roll spliffs yeah. and get goofed and go mad, you know? <sighs> I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. No, it would be better than um, the ADHD medications that some of them are yeah. on anyway yeah. to begin with. Definitely. Anyway. But you know, that was the first time mm. that Tuesday, and thank you very much to Cannabis Africa. Mm. They're so on point, you know. Um, uh, Brett is a brilliant, brilliant journalist of many years of standing, and he just, he gets it. No other news media has ever got it so right. He doesn't always get it right. Nobody gets it right all the time. But he certainly gets it right when it comes to the policy stuff and the nitty-gritty. Mm. Yeah, it was a great article. Go and catch it on Cannabis Africa. Mm. It's, a, it's a great channel you should subscribe to. It's, you really yeah. should. Really should. Yeah. Or anything to do with weed. What do you want to know about weed? I, I want to know pretty pictures. I think we can have some pretty, pretty pictures. 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 Amy, are you going to choose our winner tonight? Maybe our guests should choose our winner tonight. I think Ooh. our guests should guests choose, can our, choose winner. our winner tonight. Okay. So let me explain to the guests, and maybe you are also a first-time um, viewer of the Hotbox show. So what we do each week is we... Um, have a competition for people to post their pictures of weed or weed paraphernalia or anything to do with cannabis um, on Instagram. And then you hashtag hotbox show and we will pick it up on our feed and on the hashtag and then between Charles and Boom and Joe, they choose um, a few finalists and then uh, whoever is around the table 
you decide which one is the is the winner tonight, and then we send them a Fields of Green for All goodie bag. And today, uh, uh, Charlie Puffs, who won last mm. week, got her. We thought Charlie Puffs was a boy, but Charlie Puffs is a girl, mm. and got her um, her gift for winning the Instagram. And what did she say, Amy? Oh, she was just so happy. It was uh, Sister V's book, and she was really, really stoked because she'd been wanting to add it to her collection for a while. Thank you, Sister yeah. V, for sending us Yay. a pile of books for us to be able to use as prizes. Definitely. People are stoked, babe. Yeah. Stoked. So tonight, our guests, who've been sailing around the world for many years and now very, very grounded, yet somewhat high in the hotbox studio, are going to choose tonight's winners. There we go. That's a nice scrog. Yeah. <laughs> I went about to go up there. Oh, oh here we have a concentrate, wow. a nice super dad. No. That's pr pretty, yeah. Uh, mm. Scour, we haven't seen him for a while. Big <laughs> <laughs> <Baked> ginger. <laughs> oh, so nice. Somebody's nice little home grow Should there. Mm. Going so fast. That's our chronic cultivation essay. We do love them. They must be close up for being able to. <laughs> get Amy, you're a judge like of the present, so. Like you like that one. one. Okay. I voted that one. <laughs> Ali, what do you reckon? Away. Yeah, same. That, okay, yeah. I think the ginger wins the show. Yay! <laughs> oh, that's Big brilliant. Ginger, congrats. Congrats. Who is it? Big, Big ginger. ginger. Please get hold of us on um, on thousands of ways you can get hold of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best way is actually to get hold of us on the Fields of Green for All website. There is a contact form there that goes to all of the, people, the admin people in the team. You can also always call Shal. You know, we have a 24-hour helpline. Mm. We've had a little bit of a, a break from our Stop the Cops reports. It doesn't mean to say that they're not coming in, mm. but there's just been so much other news and we've been on a little bit of a policy a kind of a, a role for the, cap yeah. the cannabis expo exactly yeah. so joe's on a bit of a calendar role now so yeah. what's happening so coming up like in general we've got the cape town cannabis expo at grand west from the 24th to the 27th of march mm. it's over 150 exhibitors the convention there's a festival there's a shroom expo mm -hmm. you heard it Whoa. we had one at the last one mm. it was it awesome it was the shroom expo wasn't very well attended no, though it yeah it was a bit of a yeah, yeah. but please do i'm sure from in cape town they'll join yeah uh the advertise the, the the speakers better this year as well because mm. there's speakers are always like a little bit of a side thing and i think it's always interesting yeah very yeah. interesting mm. uh and as we mentioned earlier the private cannabis lounge also coming up uh, that weekend is the Cape Town Continental Cannabis Cup. Um, it will put some of the country's finest herbs to trial by fire. Get ready for SA's most VIP event taking place on Saturday, 26th of March in the heart of the city. Go to the highco.co.za for more info on that. Affiliate this company, the High Co, go support those <laughs> who support Fields of Green for All. Yes. Uh, Friday the 18th of March, this Friday tomorrow night, Rhythm Steppers V5 at Mary Jane's Hacienda, bringing back another intimate celebration in the name of drum and bass. There's Mag's mm -hmm. B2B Casavillan, uh, Void, Claude's B2B King Tash, CeeLo. Uh, early bird tickets are 60 bucks, final phase tickets 80 bucks, 100 at the door. 
prepare your gun fingers and base faces because this one is bound to make you stab to the rhythm. I love the way. <laughs> I love the way that they write their copy. It really is die just hard. like really a such diehard party as yeah. well. So at, a, at a really reasonable rate. Mm. Remember, Mary Jane's Hacienda is 420 friendly. It is. Um, they always uh, love to welcome our supporters. Uh, we love to go there. We do. So we do. And that's yeah. in Kensington, Joburg. Uh, and then Saturday is Dachaday 2.0. Uh, entry is free. Vibes are airy. Everyone's welcome. From 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Bride Den, 330 Albert Road, Woodstock, Cape Town. Okay. There's shaded seating, smoking area, music, dab, flower bar, accessories, grow equipment. You know, all the things that you're going to find at, at, a, at a festival. In Joburg, we've got Infused on Bowling. Uh, Infused on Bowling is a evolutionary new green session set to stimulate your senses while blowing your mind. It's a fresh and healthy experience offering a full spectrum uh, experience by combine, combining a broad selection of delicious, delicious plant-based dishes with the added infusion of your choice, which sounds okay. very interesting. Mm. This Saying is everything and nothing. Very yeah. clever. <laughs> 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. based infusion of your choice. Yeah. <laughs> so 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday at the Greenside Santon, 36 Bowling Avenue, Wendy Wood. Stop right there. The Greenside in Santon have, uh, and of course in Greenside, have signed up as affiliates for Fields of Green Floor. Yay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, Ryan, uh, uh, Myron and Steve, uh, we've all been around on the scene for a very long time yeah. and thank you for supporting Fields of Green for all. We really appreciate, we really appreciate it. it. Yeah. And we are coming for that coffee. Yes. I know that you've had the coffee on the brew for a few weeks there in Santon. But let's just get the expo over and done with. We'll see you in Cape Town. Mm. But then we are coming for your coffee. So pop into the green side. Uh, they are worth supporting as they support us. Yes. Um, a really fun thing that's happening on Saturday in the Pretoria area <laughs> is the Mlungu Shop Hop. So he's organized a bus. There's, the bus is fully booked. It's a bunch of people from the cannabis industry. Dale and myself will be on there. Uh, Mlungu will be on there. 420 Chef will be on there. There's, it's like 22 of us, I think. Maybe go to one of the venues and meet up with the, with yeah. the crazies yeah, of the bus. <laughs> a rough idea of where we're going to be, uh, I believe, will be Crossroads uh, Lounge. We'll be stopping off at Smokey G, Magic Dragon, both of them in Centurion and in Linwood. Tiny Town, Hydro Cafe, uh, Hydro Cult, and I know we're definitely stopping it at the Toke House. So if you need to do any 420 shopping on Saturday, go and do it one of those places and maybe you'll see like a whole busload of like... Stoners. Stoners <laughs> rocking <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. And then on Sunday, uh, not specifically a 420 event, but Optwok has put out the invite for people in Josie to please join the Henops Cleanup Challenge. Mm -hmm. um, this is a save the environment kind of thing. Uh, they're meeting at the Utrecht Avenue uh, in Centurion from 9 a.m. Wear an Optwok shirt if you have one. Uh, bring gum sh uh, gum boots or old shoes, gardening gloves, plastic bags. And Abitwak says, if he finds you being there, all 420 vibes, then you might get a bit of a free gift. So <laughs> that's, cool. that's like good that. for the environment. 
Yes, uh, Taryn's been running this for a couple of years. I think yes. she started winning some awards for it, and she absolutely deserves them. Mm. Yes, so it's, it's become uh, really well known, this Hanops mm. cleanup. And Taryn uh, is a, a very special friend of Fields of Green for All because she was one of the people that really, really helped us put together mm. South Africa's first clinical cannabis convention. Yes. Remember that crazy convention in 2017? <laughs> when we managed, to get, we managed to get a thousand people, 760 of them were, were medical professionals, yeah. um, doctors, nurses, dentists, whatever, into a theater in, um, Vitz. Uh, at Wits uh, and right in the middle of the trial of the plant. So it was the Saturday in the middle of the trial of the plant. We pulled off because we had all of our expert witnesses here and we thought we're going to use these buggers yeah. for everything that they've cost <laughs> us. So we're going to put them all on a stage and we're going to sell tickets to people. Doctors could earn, what was those points? Yes, so mm. uh, CPD points. Mm. So we even managed to hustle that out of the HSPCA, the health <laughs> practitioners. They, we weren't mm. very popular with them though. They gave it to us grudgingly, but mm. the doctors got their CPD points. And I think that was a historical uh, mm. time for Fields of Green. And Taryn was very, worked very, very hard for us. So that's why we will always um, uh, promote her environmental yeah. things. And the henops cleanup thing has really made a huge, huge, huge difference. difference in this. Now let's give area. it some Dachau chutzpah. Yes. Powered by <laughs> Dachau. Let's do it. Exactly. Let's join in. So do we have some poll results? Oh. I'm wondering. Let's have a look. Have a look, see. So, um, yes. it was, have, you wa have you watched our side event yet? Okay. Okay. Yes, I watched it live. Ah, oh, good. 44%. That's oh, not too bad. That's okay. Not bad. It's on my list Same to watch as soon as I can. Yeah, 56%. Right. Okay, nice. it's, on your, it's on your list. I think you'll have a few surprises. It's, um, it was quite sort of lively. No, I'm not interested in the inner workings of policy making. Oh, thank you, everybody. Not percent. You know, we always have to strike this balance here on, on the Hotbox show with time. And we're now one minute past eight o'clock. I'm very wow. conscious of that. Yeah. And, um, and also to just try and keep it a little bit light. Mm. Uh, mm. And uh, I think that with the changing dynamics around the table and different different guests, we can try and bring you as much variety as we can. Sometimes so. it's light and sometimes there's been stuff that's happened that you need to know about. Mm. Yeah. Like, like this know. week. Like this week. Yeah. 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 So we hope you find it interesting nonetheless. So Amy's signing off for us. No, you're Dr. Palmer. No, you're <laughs> I want you to please stay safe and choose happy. And I want you to light one up for Jules. Mm. See you next mm. week. Bye. Bye.